Dies ist der Podcast des Audio Story Lab. Mein Name ist Thies Wachter. Ende Jahr stelle ich hier nun jene Produktion vor, die mich in den letzten Monaten am intensivsten beschäftigt hat. Es ist eine vierteilige Dokuserie über Start-up-Aktivitäten an der ETH Zürich. Ich habe sie zusammen mit Jennifer Kakshuri und dem Sounddesigner Lucky Fretz produziert. Das war für uns auch deshalb speziell, weil diese Serie gleichzeitig den Start des offiziellen ETH-Podcasts bedeutet. Das heißt, auch 2019 wird man wohl von uns hören. Aber erstmal Ohren auf für eine der bereits produzierten Episoden. It's not easy. Those four days are very stressful. This is crazy. Who would do that? I like to do crazy stuff. Okay, so here's the story. A handful of students will move into a small glass cube for four days and nights and work on a task, a business challenge. A few cubes will be standing in different places in Switzerland and one in Massachusetts on the campus of MIT. In a sense, the team in one cube competes with the team in the other cubes. That's InCube, invented and organized at the ETH Zurich. Do me a favor, call it ETH. I get it, he's right. After all, the person asking me the favor is someone important. My name is Lino Guzzella, I'm the president of ETH. Until the end of 2018, He was the president for the past four years. This is the second story of the new podcast by ETH Zurich. The first four episodes focus on entrepreneurship at ETH on all levels, from student projects to successful spin-offs. I am Jennifer Kakshuri. Chapter 1. Before the Incube event. So I told you what the four days in a cube are about, but of course, there's a lot of work and a ton of organizing before the event. InCube is run by students who are members of the ETH Entrepreneur Club. So it's young people who learn organizational skills from scratch. One of the organizers is Sebi. We're standing right on Politerrasse, the, the center of innovation of the ETH Entrepreneur Club. This cube here is one of five. There's one more in Zurich, right next to the main train station. One in Bern, in Comontana, and even Cross Atlantic in Boston, on the campus of MIT. For the people who know Politerrasse, you've got a beautiful view over Zurich. And in the back you have the Swiss Alps. And directly next to the cube there are a lot of benches. There are people strolling around, people having drinks. So it's a very uh, diverse surrounding you have. It's... On one hand, it's very inspiring, because you're not really locked in somewhere. You're still in a glass cube, but you have a beautiful view. And secondly, you have people around, which is very essential for the design thinking process. Design thinking, that's a method to solve complex problems in a creative and structured way. Based on needs, the students develop prototypes and test them with the public. That procedure is repeated multiple times in a row. Design thinking is the method Sebi and his friends from the ETH Entrepreneur Club will teach the QBs. The method is useful not only for the InCube challenge, it is also beneficial for the future startups or businesses. I ask our students if they want to also to look into entrepreneurial activities. And the Entrepreneurship Club is an outstanding example of how this can be done concretely. It is not an initiative that is mandated top-down. 
It is something that has organized, that has emerged from the student body itself. I personally believe that this is much more efficient and effective. And it is simply beautiful to see these young people, these young students, how much energy and creativity they put into it. This is really something that uh, is very gratifying. Sebi from the ETH Entrepreneur Club and his colleagues chose a handful of people out of all the applicants and decided who would be on what team, students from all the disciplines and universities. Sebi and co. also made sure to get permits from officials to put up the glass cubes in public spaces. They make sure that the cubes are built up correctly and they will set challenges together with their sponsors, challenges that the students will work on for four days and nights in the glass boxes. This is crazy. Who would do that? They do it to force themselves into a state of mind that is really encouraging completely new approaches. And I think this is something that uh, it's a clever experiment to be tried. It is an approach that is in the box. And by being so extremely in the box, it is completely out of the box. And that's one of the part of entrepreneurship. You have to think out of the box. You have to think new ways. You have to leave the beaten path. By venturing an experiment in a glass box, for example. So I didn't meet Sebi alone. He brought one of the participants. Her name is Agnieszka. She's 25 years old and isn't here on the Politerrasse for the spectacular view. I come from Poland, from Gdańsk, which is a city size of Zurich at the coast in the north. She studies geomatic engineering at the ETH. It is the first time that she sees the cube where she will spend four days and four nights. So now we are in the in-cube, which is actually quite small. Smaller than expected, although I just heard that it's bigger than last year. So there are only glass windows, so like we can see everyone. Everyone can see us. Like it's quite see-through, let's say. Yeah, there is like almost nothing. It's like we will only work because we don't have anything else to do, it looks like. <laughs> the cube itself, it's six times four and a half meters, two shipping containers put together. Three of the four walls are glass. Nevertheless, there's privacy for the night. There's a curtain which will be hung up during the night. And then mattresses put on the on the ground, and the students can, or the cubies, we call them the cubies, the the students in the cube, uh, can sleep safely at night. Why did Agnieszka apply to be a cubie? It's just to learn something new, like just to broaden my experience, broaden my knowledge in, yeah, meet new people probably, just experience something else. How did you hear about Incube? So I was in another event from Entrepreneurship Club. So um, I don't know if I can say it out loud, fuck up night. <laughs> yeah, it's a name, right? And uh, yeah, they were just making an advertisement of Incube and I thought it's crazy enough. I'm crazy enough to do this. <laughs> What's the crazy thing? It's not like everyday life. It's something different than normal studies. It's more intense, there's more to learn, there's more to experience, like go outside your boundaries and comfort zone, for sure. Like, I don't really feel comfortable at the moment to sleep with other five people in this tiny, tiny, tiny space, so that's something new for sure. While Sebi and the other organizers from the ETA Entrepreneur Club are somewhat nervous about the flow, Agnieszka is ready 
for the challenge. I'm not really nervous actually. I'm actually really excited and I'm just thinking it's only four days, so however it is, it will end quite soon. The teams in every cube will get a specific task on which they will work. Each cube is partnered with a company or institution. The cube on the Polyterrasse, for instance, is partnered with the ETH itself and the Gebert Rüf Stiftung. The topic of the challenge will be educational technology, and the task is basically one question. The cubies will be given the question right before entering the cube, and based on this question, they have to do their work. Chapter 2. In Cube, in Preparation. One week before moving into their glass box, all the cubies meet at the so-called OutCube event in the Alps, in Comontana. They attend workshops in design thinking and business modeling. At the same time, they all get to know each other. Agnieszka promised to record some moments there with her smartphone. Okay, I just didn't work it out. <laughs> I need to press when I'm talking. So we just arrived in Kranz, Montana. So we are in beautiful valleys. We already met most of the people. Like the people seem to be really amazing. We are heading to a workshop soon. And yeah, hear from you soon. We have different uh, workshops which we attend. We are separated to small groups and we have actually people coming from outside giving the workshops, different entrepreneurs or just people involved in certain topics like video editing, rapid prototyping or others. It's super interesting. The time passed by super quickly. We are already done with half of the Outcube event, which is incredible because we just came like a moment ago. So yeah, and for sure it's worth it. For sure it's worth it, yeah. And then it's Thursday evening in Zurich. The big Incube event begins. Okay, so we just got selected uh, to our teams. We saw our challenges. So now we know who is in our team. Now we know who are we going to spend the next four days locked in this tiny cube. So yeah, basically, let's do it. The challenge of Agnieszka's team is a simple question. How can digital technology support a lifelong learning process? The team at the ETH Polyterrasse has to create a prototype for this educational challenge. After four days, on Monday evening, they will have to pitch it to a jury. We meet Agnieszka in the middle of the Incube experience on the second day, on Saturday, of the Incube challenge in the afternoon. She looks tired. How did she sleep in the glass box? First night, so-so, because it was too warm. Second night, so-so, because uh, we worked for 22 hours and we didn't have that much time left. The worries she had about sleeping with strangers in a tiny glass box are gone. Well, I don't even consider them ever being a strangers because we spent so much intense time together that I forgot that this could ever been an issue. But an issue is finding a solution to the challenge. The team is in a crucial moment of their process. We have our up and downs and at the moment we are down. We are puzzled because we, I think we struggle with the whole designing process because none of us ever did it in life. So that's something new for us. And on the other hand, uh, 
all of us has some different wishes and different hopes for solutions like of the our problem and i think that's that's what's puzzling us like we cannot we cannot somehow find something which is good for everyone like a solution or not a solution but like an issue which we want to focus on and which would fit everyone Agnieszka leaves the box to tape some comments for us and to get some fresh air. Stepping out for a few minutes changes her mood. I thought I lost motivation, but now I'm standing outside and I'm looking at them working and I'm just like, yes, I want to know what's happening. I want to know what they're doing. Like, come on, I want to solve it as well. She goes back into the cube to her team and is motivated to find a solution now. Sebi just arrived at Politerrasse and isn't surprised at the state of exhaustion of the Cubies. Yeah, it's uh it's they didn't come here for sleeping. <laughs> they uh they they are pushed. They in, in a good way. So we we constantly give them the 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 overall design thinking challenges. So they they need to follow a certain program. They are free to adjust the times. They they need to deliver at certain steps uh, milestones. So they need to upload files and this way I can ensure that the, the quality is consistent. The second one is during the day they have so-called mini challenges where they need to get out of the box, create something. Uh, on Friday the mini challenge was to, to create a, a short video about the living in the cube. Yay! And what is this? this is what is big this? Guy. No. This year, did it fix in the box? Yeah, it fit. It fit in the box. Of course, it did. It's this year. On the video, Agnieszka is dancing and hopping around in the cube. Two days left, and they have to pitch their business idea. But so far, Agnieszka's team has no useful ideas. Hi Jennifer, so this is the last day of Incube, which is incredible. We have 20 minutes to our final, final presentation when we will pitch the idea which created over the last four days. What's really funny is that it's our ninth prototype, the solution which we will actually present. So we really rethought a lot during the whole process. We were circling around like crazy, up and down. A failure, success, failure, success. I don't know if this is something what I can officially say at the podcast, but this is what it is. We are super hyped. I think we really love our idea, although they say do not fall in love with your prototype. It's too late. We fall in love. I am standing in front of the incube, waiting. My team is inside for the last 20 minutes, playing some crazy music and basically dancing around as we used to uh, during those four days. So yeah, the incube is ending, unfortunately. So I guess it's time for me to go dance the last time and go to the final event. Bye. Chapter three, afterwards. Two weeks later, on a warm day in October, the incube team of Agnieszka didn't win a prize at the final event. Was it because they loved their idea too much? Before we get into that, what did they actually pitch? Our idea in the end was um, Animix. This is the name of uh, our product. And it's basically allowing you to build a knowledge graph 
which uh, helps you to, which guides you through your whole learning process in life. So basically, whenever documents, whenever you're browsing, whatever you're Googling, you can save it into your knowledge graph, which gives you the overview of, of your knowledge, basically. I somehow don't get it. Sounds pretty abstract to me. It's a little bit complicated product to express in one, two sentences, but we, you will hear about it when we will be big and famous and, you know. <laughs> what was her reaction to the failure at the final event? I didn't really care. Actually, it was really cool to see your friends winning. So in the end, whichever team would win, I would be happy. It's more or less like this. Incube was a turning point for her. I never had such a good group work experience in my life. After the final ceremony, they danced again at the after party. Then I felt extremely exhausted. I was just like, okay, I want to go to my bed. I don't want to talk. I don't want to do anything. I just want to be home. What about Sebi, one of the main organizers? How did he experience these four days? It's not easy. Those four days are very stressful. And the awarding thing is what they have learned during those four days. They like, grow together, live in a box with six or five people. This is the actual reward. For him as an organizer and member of the Entrepreneur Club, during the Incube event he was worried about several things, but all in all he also experienced something for life. The most important thing I learned, a day only has 24 hours and not 25 hours. And <laughs> you need to sleep at least six hours a day, otherwise you, you're not functioning well enough. Although he knows some things can be improved, he looks back at the entire experience happily. I, I can say I'm satisfied with the outcome of the overall um, goal we had. And even, even now we're in the startup phase now, there are two teams who, who actually keep talking with potential people they can go into the future. Students laid the groundwork for spin-offs. For the president of the ETH, Lino Guzzella, this is of great importance. ETH is a publicly funded university, and this brings a lot of responsibilities with it. One of the responsibilities is to pay back to society, what society invests in ETH. We have spun off from ETH very, very successful companies. These companies create jobs, these companies create opportunity for employment. These companies generate tax revenues. These companies contribute to, to the well-being of society. And in this sense, the Entrepreneur Club is one piece in a big mosaic where ATL pays back what society has invested in it. Students from different disciplines come together, work and live in a glass box for a couple of days, search for a business idea and learn for life. When I was a young student at ATL, this was completely different, totally different. Becoming an entrepreneur was not an option. People who did that were considered as uh, essentially failures, that they didn't succeed in either the academic or the industrial way. And uh, it is really uh, very much uh, encouraging that this has completely changed at ATL. I'm extremely glad that we have changed the attitude at ATL and in many other places as well, so that we offer this opportunity not to everybody, but to those students who want to go that way. Now there are many, many more options, and I think this is a big step forward. This is the second episode of the new podcast by ETH Zurich. 
produced by Tiswachter's Audio Story Lab and by me, Jennifer Kakshuri. Music, sound design and mastering by Luki Fretz. <laughs> Audio Story Lab. Audio Story Lab. Audio Story Lab. Tiswachter.